it's almost a truism of human nature that we don't like change. Change is one of those things that can frighten us, so much so that we've made jokes about it. How many Catholics does it take to change a light bulb? Change? What do you mean change? That's the joke. How many Anglicans does it take to change a light bulb? You can't change that light bulb. My great, 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 great grandfather gave that light bulb to this church and so on and such forth. There's plenty of them out there because change is something that we do not like. We've been reminded of that recently in these current COVID-19s, right back at the beginning. Remember back then, all those months ago, when first discovered this thing called COVID-19 and the impact it was going to have? People didn't like it. And then we had to close churches and people really didn't like it. People wanted nothing to change because they didn't like the uncertainty that came along with it. They didn't like having those things that made life comfortable and predictable taken away from them. Thankfully, as human beings, we learn to adjust over the course of time, as we have done with this COVID-19 situation. We've adjusted our practice, we've adjusted our yearnings, and we have come to accept the reality of the situation in which we live for this particular point in time. But don't mention the word change because people, people still don't like it. And that's the situation that Peter and the disciples found themselves in as they started to walk with Jesus towards Jerusalem. He had, as we heard, started to tell people that uh, he had to die. He had to go to Jerusalem and to be condemned to die in order that he might be raised. And they didn't like it. They were comfortable walking the highways and byways with Jesus. They were comfortable watching him do all the miraculous things that he had done. They were comfortable and safe and secure in his presence. And the thought of him being taken from them was quite frightening. But Jesus knew that in order for salvation to come, he had to go to the cross. There could be no salvation without the cross. And sometimes we forget that as well. There can be no salvation without the cross. If there was no cross, we wouldn't be here this evening. We wouldn't be gathering as we do week by week to celebrate what we celebrate in this place. There has to be the cross in order for there to be the resurrection in order for there to be salvation, in order for us to exist as church. Without that, nothing happens. Can it be frightening to embrace the cross? Absolutely. It can be quite challenging at times, but we are called, as Jesus tells us in the Gospel tonight, to take up our cross and follow him because it's the only way to embrace the kind of challenge, the kind of life that God wants to give us. It won't always be rosy. It won't always be easy. In fact, at times it can be downright difficult and impossible. But only when we embrace that challenge do we have the possibility of salvation and resurrection. Only when we take up the cross will we truly find our life, our life in Christ. So when faced with challenges, it's not something to run away from. When we're faced with the challenges of this current situation in which we find society, it's not something to be frightened of, it's something to be lived through. 
We have an opportunity here to embrace the cross that's been given to us. Please God, it comes to an end soon. But we are called to embrace the opportunity as a means of engaging with the life that God wants to give us. So let's take up the cross. Let's embrace the opportunities that we have and so come closer and closer to the cross, closer and closer to the resurrection, and closer and closer to Christ.